You're listening to a Centro Church podcast. Brilliant. Well, I don't think, like, I think sometimes we can just get a bit blase about, you know, the fact that we uh, planted and established a house for homeless young women. Uh, you know, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of good people doing great stuff out there. That is undeniable. But, you know, the fact that, that we have this as an entryway into the, into the kingdom of God is an incredible opportunity. Because uh, it's one thing to house a homeless girl or a girl that's at risk of homelessness, but it's another thing completely to, pro- to surround her with an incredible family and an opportunity to take that next step into the kingdom of God. And that's what we have in Hannah's house. It's not that we just house homeless young women. It's that we have an opportunity and an open door uh, to be able to provide a felt need for people uh, when they're at their most vulnerable. And how many know when people are at their most vulnerable, they don't just need housing. They need a community and they need a church that's around them that's praying and... Uh, and that's, that's what we have. So please, uh, please be praying for Haley and her team at Hannah's house and uh, be praying for Hannah's house as well. 30 years strong. I believe it's the longest serving shelter of its kind in the city of Ipswich. Am I correct in saying that? In the state of Queensland. Uh, and uh, we all know that Queensland's better than New South Wales. So let's just say pretty much all of the eastern seaboard. Uh, so do, do we have any heretics here? I know that there's one on the front row. Any New South Wales supporters? And uh, if we could just usher them outside, that would be great. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a prayer line out here and just ask that there'd be a release and a breakthrough ministry that would take place. Um, so uh, it, it's, as always, it's a privilege to share. For those of you who don't know me, my name is... Uh, Pastor Brett, I'm, a, I'm a, the youth pastor and also the night service pastor and uh, excited to be here. This will be my last preach, probably in sneakers, uh, because my next preach I'll be officially 30. Uh, so I'm officially an adult then. So I've got to, uh, you know, do the hair, put, up a, put on a button-up shirt and uh, wear shoes that I have to tie up uh, instead of just slipping on sneakers. Um, if, if you're a visitor here and you've got a visitor's bag or, or you know, this is your first time, uh, then at the back, uh, being, well, mindlessly occupied by this, the creative team, my gosh, they're a rowdy rabble, uh, we've got our Visitor's Connect Lounge, and that bag is your ticket in. Um, so if you want to say hi to a few of our team and, and introduce yourself, uh, just linger around that. Uh, we'll kick out the creative team, don't stress. Uh, security's already been notified. Uh, so if you hang around at the back there, uh, and just to say hi, and uh, we'd love to get to know you, we'd love to say hi and, and introduce you to a few of the, the key faces around the place, that would be great. So Visitors Connect Lounge, uh, we did it up this week, so it's really fresh, really new, so make sure that you're the first people in the night service to use it. Uh, I want to start tonight in Scripture, which is a good start, I guess. Uh, but I want to look at a, a passage in Hebrews. Uh, I preached out of Hebrews last time that I spoke. Been doing a lot of, spending a lot of time in the book of Hebrews, just meditating on it because uh, you know it's one of those rare. Uh, it's not not a rare book, but it's one of those books that uh, it's very. The, the presence of God is so central to that book. And so just been doing a lot of research, spending a lot of time in there. So I want to look uh, tonight at Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 to 22. I'm going to read it from the message version. It says this, So friends, we can now without hesitation walk right up to God into the holy place. Jesus has cleared the way by the blood of his sacrifice, acting as our priest before God. The curtain 
into God's presence is his body. So let's do it, full of belief, confident that we are presentable inside and out. Let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. He always keeps his word. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging love and helping out, not avoiding worshipping together as some do, but spurring each other on, especially as the big day approaches, with the big day, as we see the big day approaching. You know, the most holy place, as we kind of read in that, in that passage, Pastor John touched on it last week. Uh, so the most holy place was in the temple at Jerusalem. And uh, it, was, it, it was behind a, a, a big curtain, and it was specified how thick the curtain had to be. And, and the curtain was so thick that it couldn't be ripped with human hands. It, it, it couldn't be ripped even, even with a sword. It was so thick that it would have had to have, there would have had to been, probably in our days, the only thing that would have cut it would have been a chainsaw. Uh, but it was so thick because it actually had to separate uh, the Holy of Holies from the, uh, the next holy place. There was kind of like levels. And uh, so once a year, the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies behind that curtain. They'd tie a rope around his foot just in case he died in there because only the high priest could go in once a year after he'd uh, cleansed himself, as, uh, after he'd made atonement uh, for his sin and any sin of his family. Only then could he go behind that curtain, but in the off chance that he died, uh, they, they tied a rope around his foot so that he would, they could pull him out. I was kind of side note, I was thinking about that. I wonder did they do that, like they, they learnt from their mistake? Like one of the high priests had gone in there and died, and so nobody could go in there for a whole year, and so it like it would have been the most smelly place, uh, that's for sure. So I don't. Side note: that's Brett's brain. Um, so, but but all of that to say that it, it was like the holy of holies, the most holy place, uh, was so holy that that only one man from one line. So you had to be a high priest. You actually had to come from the line of Aaron. Uh, Moses and Aaron. So Aaron was Moses' brother. And to be a high priest, you actually had to come through the priestly line. So there was one family, essentially, or one line that could be the high priest. Uh, There was only one time of the year and they had to go through all this sacrificial uh, cleansing of themselves just so they could get into the most holy place. And in the most holy place was the presence of God. And so one man for one day after doing all of that, uh, all of that sacrificial cleansing from one line could go in and be in the presence of God. And for me, uh, you know, and, and you know, some, in some songs we talk about how the the veil was ripped or the curtain was ripped, and 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 the presence of God became accessible to everybody. And, and you know, just the sheer. Uh, you, just, just you know, the, the sheer uh, religion that had to be take that had to take place just so that one person could get in there. I think that now we kind of live in a day where the presence of God is so accessible, but I think we we actually are a bit blasé because it's it's easily accessible. We can we can you know we can find ourselves in the presence of God whenever we want, but. You know, for, for the Jews, it was seen as so reverent, so holy, so untouchable that only one person could go in there. Uh, so uh, tonight I want to speak on the presence of God. Because I think, you know, if we have a look, if there's anything that, that should be central to what we do and who we are, it should be the presence of God. 
Uh, as Christians, it, it should be the presence that drives us. It should be the, the presence that refreshes us. It should be the presence that, that, that leads us into the truth and, and leads us uh, where we should go. So I want to do that tonight, uh, but just before we get into it, uh, let's pray. Holy Father, we just thank you that you did tear the veil, that, Lord, through Christ's sacrifice, we could have access to your presence. And, and Lord, that we could have access in every day, in every situation, no matter where we are, no matter what we do, Lord, we can have access to the presence that is the most holy. And, Lord, we just pray that we would never, ever take that for granted, that, Lord, we would always be refreshed by your presence. Lord, tonight we just pray that uh, your word would speak to us, Lord, not so that we could just download information, but, Lord, so that we could experience transformation in Jesus name everybody said amen you know we talk about the presence of God and the presence of God this and the presence of God that and because it is so accessible because it's so uh, it's so easy or, or, or there is no hindrance anymore we can actually become flippant about the presence of God. You know, we can sing about the presence of God. You know, I, I long for your presence, Lord. Here in your presence, Lord, is where I want to be. And I think that sometimes we can get into the space where, where, where we sing about it, we, we talk about it, you know, we reference it all the time, but we don't actually live there. We don't actually live in the presence of God. And sometimes I think it lacks the emphasis that, that it was. It's the same presence that that high priest would go in once a year. It, it, it hasn't changed. It's not like a diluted, watered-down presence. It's the same presence. It's the same presence that's, that Moses said, Lord, if your presence doesn't go with me, then I'm not going to move a step further. It's exactly the same presence. It's in, if we were to look at the Bible, the Bible essentially, yes, it's a love letter to God's creation, but essentially it is the manifestation of God's presence. Genesis 1, the Spirit was hovering over the earth when it was without, um, without void and form. It's the presence of God. It's the presence of God that was meeting with Adam in the Garden of Eden on a daily basis. And then if we take it to the end, into Revelation, you know, we've got the new heaven and the new earth, and it's characterized and epitomized by God's presence. It, it, it's the bookend of what we do. It's the bookend of who we are. It was at the start. It's at the end. It will be all throughout history. Uh, you know, Jesus, the, the uh, incarnate presence of God, the presence of God in human flesh, in human form, uh, put on earth to bring salvation so that people could have relationship and presence with God. Uh, you know, it, it, it's littered throughout Scripture. It is essentially what drives us. It's what drives us toward God, and it's also what God uses to drive us toward our purpose. It's the presence of God that we're called to crave. See, Moses said, and as I mentioned it before, Exodus 33, if you want to look it up, unless your presence goes with me, then I'm not moving out. He's leading a nation through the desert. He said, I'm not going to do it unless your presence goes with me. You know, David speaks in the Psalms about how, how the presence of God refreshes him and, and you know, and, and how he's, he craves the presence of God. And see, the early church would not have moved out of the first century had it not been for the presence of God. Had it not been for, for Peter... James, John, Paul being so moved by the presence of God, being so influenced and impacted by the presence of God to go to all kinds, all four corners of the earth to preach the gospel. 
And uh, if I was to categorize what the presence of God is, it can be a far out mystical term, but, but essentially it is making God present in our everyday. It is being with God. It is God being present in our situation. God's presence is not something that we had to strive towards. It is God being present in our everyday. It, it, is, it is putting God first. It is realizing that He is at the center. It's realizing that, that the presence of God is how and why we operate. It's central to literally everything that we hold dear. The presence of God is not just worship. Oh, let's get into the presence of God in worship. No, the presence of God should be the minute from you wake up to when you brush your teeth, to when you put on your tool belt, to when you go to uni. The presence of God should be central to literally everything we hold dear. And, uh, you know, I'm preaching to myself here as much as anybody. But when was the last time that you were floored by the presence of God? When was the last time that you were just so in awe of who he was, what he's done for you, and, and, and what he's calling you towards, that you were moved to tears? Or, or, or something in your spirit just took hold of, of the promise that God had placed? When was the last time that you slowed yourself down enough to experience the presence of God in a new, emphatic way? And, uh, and, and for me, because you know, I do this every week, every... you know. It, church every day, it can become so mechanical. We can become so mechanical about what we do. We've got to do this, got to do this, got to meet with that person, got to see that person. And we can become so mechanical and God's presence almost doesn't even factor into the equation. You see, in ancient times, when Moses met with God, what would happen is there was a mountain which Moses would go up. So Moses would go up to the mountain, and then when the, when, when the cloud would descend on the mountain, nobody from the children of Israel could come near that mountain. Nobody could come close. If they touched the base of the mountain, they had to be stoned to death. If an animal touched the base of the mountain, then they would be stoned to death. And because the presence of God was seen as so holy... So, so amazing, so incredible that, that, that if anybody got near it being unworthy, then they, they didn't actually have the right to live. And so for me, that was so convicting because, you know, 